Hello and welcome to this edition of Inside Warhawk Athletics presented by Educators Credit Union. This is a new series we've recently launched to showcase the personalities in and around UW-Whitewater Athletics. My name is Chris Lindicky and I'm an Assistant Athletic Director for the Warhawks. Today's guest is Stacey Boudreaux, who's in her 16th season as head volleyball coach at UW-Whitewater. Coach Boudreaux has led the Warhawks to three top three national finishes, including the 2005 NCAA Division III Championship. Since Coach Boudreaux took over, UW-Whitewater has claimed six WIC championships, six conference tournament titles, and 14 appearances in the NCAA tournament. In 2019, she earned her 500th career coaching win and led the Warhawks to the WIC regular season championship and a trip to the NCAA tournament. Coach Boudreaux currently ranks 11th among Division III coaches with a 761 winning, winning percentage and is 17th all-time in the same category. Coach, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Wow, I've been um, here for a while. <laughs> you certainly have. Um, but talk to me a little bit about things. How are things going so far? How's practice? Um, you know, you're probably using some different ways to communicate with the team. Um, but, but talk to me about how everything's going so far. Um, well, I think things are going actually really, really well. I think there was a lot of uncertainty going into this fall as far as, um, how much we would be able to do and how much we'd able to, um, be around our team. Um, but I definitely feel like UW-Whitewater, our athletic department, our sports medicine staff has, have done just a really awesome job on making sure that we've been able to safely return to campus, um, I actually took um, a recruit on a visit last week, and that's the first time I've really been around campus, um, you know, throughout the other buildings, obviously, besides the Williams Center. Um, and it really just, I really had a sense of just being safe on campus. So I was really proud of, of all the efforts that we've, that we have um, across campus. And I, I felt really great about that. Um, as an athletic department, I think that we're doing a tremendous job as well, um, making sure we're able to um, safely return to the gym. Um, we definitely had a few weeks at the start of school um, where we were, um, really limited and not really able to do anything at all with our student athletes. Uh, but I think it was a great way to get them back into campus, um, change of routine. Um, and then since then, you know, some of the, the testing that we've been able to do. And um, I know that our athletic training staff, um, you know, our director of athletic training, um, Steve Hilmer, um, and specifically our athletic trainer for volleyball. Um, sorry. Uh, Emma Cop have been doing just a really great job, and I know they've been going above and beyond um, their ordinary duties to to keep our athletes, our student athletes, safe. So, um, for us returning to the volleyball court, we kind of started out slow. Um, we were in position practices, so smaller groups for three or four weeks. Um, and then last week, we actually were able to make the transition and add a couple team practices in. Um, and so that's kind of been our schedule. Um, so we're in the gym four days a week. Um, they're also training with our strength and conditioning coaches um, who are also um, doing a fantastic job. Um, Coach Lee Munger is, is doing a really good job of motiva motivating our athletes, but also just the scheduling that has to go and in, that's involved with it, um, making sure that we can um, keep our numbers, you know, at the set numbers for the 
for the weight room. So I think that he's been obviously doing a really good job there too. So, um, yeah, so right now we're, we're into a couple team practices a week. Um, we're still keeping up with the small groups and the position practices. And I think our student athletes have just been very excited and thankful to be back in the gym. And I think they're just very appreciative of it. Um, the work and the effort that I am seeing out of our student athletes is just tremendous. It's, they are so excited to be on the floor and, and they're working really hard. So, um, we're seeing a lot of great progress just in the, you know, the month, little over a month that we've been able to start training and get back into the gym. I think a lot of student athletes echo that sentiment that, um, you know, they're really, grateful to be back with their teammates and, and out on their floor or court or field or wherever they're competing. So, um, well, that's great to hear. Thanks for the update coach on that. Um, but I want to dig into a little bit of your background. Um, you know, your start in volleyball, um, you know, I'd imagine you played as, as a, as a youth. Um, but talk to me about how you started in volleyball and how you became, um, how it really became your career. Okay. Well, um, you know, when I was younger, I was a multi-sport athlete, like, um, like many, um, other student athletes. Um, so I, I, I played everything, you know, whatever I could do, I definitely tried to get involved in, um, volleyball I was able to start, I think in seventh grade and continue that, um, through high school. Um, and then obviously going into college, uh, I finished my college career at Iowa Wesleyan college in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And um, I actually was a two-sport athlete in college, so I was able to do track and field and volleyball. The combination just worked really well, um, and I was able to, to be successful in both. Um, you know, when I was playing at the high school level, club volleyball was, you know, kind of starting to grow a little bit. I got to play a couple years of club volleyball. I think now, now they start playing a lot younger than um, what I did. Um, but anyway, I was able to to play in college for four years, um, really enjoyed my experience. I was a physical education major, um, so it kind of went along with that as well. Um, was able to get uh, right out of college, my first coaching job, actually my first teaching job was at the local high school where I had um, graduated from college in Mount Pleasant. and. Um, they were needing an assistant volleyball coach um, at the college. My my head coach had actually um, stepped stepped down, and they had hired a new coach from out east, and he needed an assistant. And I think it was um, nice for him to have somebody that had been in the program um, for a few years. So I was able to be the assistant coach um, while I was teaching um, at the high school level, and. He was from out east, and I think it was culture shock for him to to come to the Midwest. And so um, he left after a year, and um, our athletic director um, came to me and wanted to know if I wanted to take over. And so I was able to really start um, as a head coach in college, really at a, a very young age. Um, but I definitely had a lot of great opportunities that kind of kind of fell into my place early earlier early into my career. Um, that kind of helped me get started. Um, we had a lot of great student athletes um, at Iowa Wesleyan. I was fortunate enough um, to be able to recruit um, a couple international players as well from Peru um, who were just standout athletes. And, and we experienced a lot of success at Iowa Wesleyan. And um, 
my husband, who's also a coach, I know I think we'll be talking about that a little bit later, um, got a job at UW-Milwaukee with Coach Jeter as an assistant basketball coach. And um, that was really the first I started to learn of UW-Whitewater. I think one of the assistants there knew the program. Um, I was coaching at the NAI level, and so um, I didn't know you know, a lot about the Wisconsin Division Three schools up here, um, but was able to come in and, and interview. Um, and I, I really was just blown away by the campus and just blown away by just the, I guess, just what a big deal athletics are at UW-Whitewater. And um, obviously the facilities were phenomenal. Um, having our own volleyball arena was super appealing. And, and that's kind of how I got to Whitewater was, um, you know, having two coaches in the family can be tough and um, things really kind of lined up for us both to get a couple great positions in Wisconsin. And I've been here ever since. Yeah, absolutely. And that really kind of goes into, you know, what I wanted to talk about next was really, um, you know, getting to UW Whitewater and what were some of the things when you stepped on campus that really impressed you um, about the program, about the athletics department and about, the campus? Um, well, I, I think the first thing that you see stepping onto campus is the facilities. You know, I think that's um, something that I think anybody that comes to campus is going to say that about our amazing facilities. Um, I remember one person talking about Whitewater and calling it the Purple Palace, you know, so you just you come in and and you you see all these amazing facilities. And I think that that was really honestly a top seller. And I know like our recruits, our student athletes, when they say, you know, what first drew you here? A lot of it is is the great facilities. And it's not just our athletic facilities that are phenomenal Um our whole campus, I think, is just gorgeous. And I think you can walk anywhere on campus and, you know, whether it's a brand new building, which is just amazing, like, you know, Highland Hall, um, Higher Hall, or, um, um, or, or some of the older buildings that, you know, um, have been cared for and renovated. So definitely, I think the facilities were, were a big draw. Um, I think um, the people, the administration, um, obviously were great. You could tell that they care so much about um, your student athletes and um, and athletics. Um, I think it was also cool to see like there was a lot of veteran coaches that were here and a lot of coaches that were former athletes. And I think to see that pride, um, that pride that everyone kind of has for the university, I think was, was also something pretty big for me too. Um, so yeah, I really, those main things are, are some of the things that, that I really liked. So your first year at UW-Whitewater, um, you know, really every coach's dream, it, it ends in a national championship. Um, you know, talk about what you remember from, from that run and, um, you know, just maybe some of your favorite memories from, from, that, uh, from that title. Yeah, um, it was really pretty surreal. You know, it was... Um, I think we, we took, we took a loss early in that season. I think it was a conference loss and it was, I think it might've been our very first conference game and it was against Eau Claire and they had a fantastic team that year. And we were like, Oh, Oh goodness, what's going on here? You know? And then, um, we just, we just ended up, um, really peaking at the right time. Um, we had a very disappointing conference tournament, um, I think we got actually eliminated fairly early in the conference tournament. 
And, um, you know, I think we had, uh, you know, we, I think we only had three losses, I think at that time, and maybe even one loss when we started the conference tournament. I can't remember exactly, but, um, very disappointing. And, and obviously that's my first year and, you know, the whole like at large bids and, and all of that. I know we were very, very nervous about getting in, which looking back, we probably shouldn't have been now that I know a little bit more about the process. Um, but we were, everyone was, was very worried about us getting into the NCA tournament, um, because of, um, formed and, um, and we had a lot of great teams in the conference that year that, that played really well at the end of the season. And so I think those losses actually, um, you know, were, were huge motivators for us because, you know, we go from thinking we're done, you know, we're, we're not going to make it into the NCAA tournament, um, to actually, you know, getting an at-large bid. And I think the team was, was so very thankful, like, okay, here we are. All right. Now let's, let's refocus on, on what our goals are. And, and so I think from that point on, we kind of took it, um, one game at a time. Um, the game that really stands out to me is the, the regional championship game. It was against Eau Claire. And that, again, that was a team I think that handed us our first loss in the season or our first conference loss that year. Um, and it was a battle. I think it ended up going five games. I think we were playing up at, Gosh, gosh, I believe it was at, and, um, it just, it was, it was just an absolute battle. And I think that win, which looking back was, was one of the best matches, um, of the year. Um, but that win really, I think gave us a lot of confidence and, um, you know, I was a new coach and moving forward, um, into that, that final eight, um, Again, I think we took it one game at a time and we just we just kept getting better every match. And I think the first, you know, it's really hard to kind of remember what everybody was ranked, but um, I think we beat, ah, shoot, it was a school from California, um, that first game. And again, it just, we just, we were, we were thankful to be there and every win we got was just a blessing and we were so very excited and and we just kept going. And then all of a sudden, we're in the championship game. And I think we actually got up 2-0. Um, do, do you have those stats? We were up 2-0. And then um, I think we were playing Juniata. And then they started battling back. And and then it, it just it just became a, a big battle. And then all of a sudden, we're in, we're in game five for a national championship. And... Um, it was just, it was so exciting. And, you know, you still can remember those, those last plays of that last game and, um, rushing onto the court and excitement and, you know, the hugs and the cheers. And it was really, really just an amazing feeling. Um, and I had taken over the program, um, after the team had really faced a really big hardship, um, with one of the players being in a car accident, um, that spring before um, was Jamie Conrath and um, she wasn't able to play her senior season um, with the team, but she just, she really inspired the team. And that was pretty cool um, to be a part of that. And I know that um, those seniors and the whole team, really, they were playing for her and um, it was really cool to, you know, start with the goal of winning a national championship and then for them to actually, 
um, finish and follow through with it. So it was definitely a pretty special year. And, you know, it's something that we continue to work for to, to, to get back to that, to have those feelings. So, um, it was, it was a spectacular season. Yeah. And just to give you, it was Laverne was the school that from California, right. yes. um, yes. in the semifinals. So that was, you beat, beat Laverne in three and then, uh, Juniata in five, as you alluded to. So, um, he also beat uh, two conference teams on the way to that championship, according to our archives, UW Platteville in the second round and UW Eau Claire in the, in the third round and down two one in that match. Um, 35 to 33 in the third. Wow. Um, and then, uh, wow. Uh, (laughs) It was like I said, I think that was probably the best match was that game. That regional championship game was, was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then 16, 14 in the fifth. So a lot, a lot of extra, extra points needed there. Right. I think we also played Elmhurst in that regional tournament too that might have actually been our first round game and they were they had a great team that year too um and i remember uh, i think we kind of battled with them earlier in the season and we were kind of nervous about that game but just came in and i think played awesome i think we might have crushed them (laughs) you did in three so beating elmhurst in three and that's one of those regional opponents that you seem to run into every single year but um You know, talking about that, Coach, and, you know, um, we alluded to kind of the, the, we alluded to the strength of the conference, the strength of our region with teams like Elmhurst and Wash U and some of those programs. And, um, but, you know, I think that probably is a big reason that the program has sustained the success that it's had is because of the, the high level of competition within the region. Um, you know, as I said in the introduction, I think it's 15 out of 16 years of your years that you've been to the NCAA tournament. Um, so you've been able to get back to the national tournament. I'm sorry, 14 out of 15. And, you know, so talk about some of the reasons that the program has been able to just sustain such a high level year in and year out. I think, you know, you touched on the competitive level of um, of where we are at, of our conference and our region. Um, I think that definitely helps to play um, fantastic competition throughout the entire year. Um, you know, but I mean, the main, you know, the big reasons I think that we're able to be successful is our student athletes. We've been able to attract um, top student athletes that are um not only focused on, you know, earning their degree and and doing what they need to in the classroom, but um, are committed to being a student athlete and to um, really working hard um, on the court, Um, coming in, um, you know, all of our athletic programs are awesome at UW-Whitewater. And so I think that kind of puts a little bit of pressure on all of our student athletes because you want to keep up with um, you know, the football team, or you want to keep up with the basketball team or um, baseball, gymnastics, who's won a ton of national championships. It's everybody wants to have that. And um, I think, you know, kind of success breeds success. And, you know, student athletes, um, you know, high schoolers, they want to come to a successful program. And so I think that really helps us um, from a recruiting standpoint, I think, you know, you've got the amazing facilities, but I think also the success also draws in, I think, some really great student athletes. And I think we've been able to um, continue 
um, to bring in um, the best possible student athletes to help us continue to be successful. Um, I've also been very fortunate to have um, some really, really amazing assistant coaches and staff that have been involved in our program. Um, I think we'll talk a little bit about that later, but um, I think we've we've had a, a fantastic staff here. And um, I think having, you know, we I've had a few different assistants and I think they each bring kind of their own uniqueness to the program. And um, I think that we've, we've done a good job there as far as putting things together. Uh, you know, I guess what goes along with that staff is, is having a very consistent um, motivator in the strength and conditioning aspect with Coach Munger. Um, you know, we have a senior banquet or a banquet every year kind of to honor our seniors and, and our whole team. And I know, um, we always have speeches from our seniors and he is like every single year that is like, they are always so thankful of what he does for them. And, um, they, you know, it's not always easy. It's definitely not easy. They bring up, but they so appreciate, um, all the motivation and commitment that he's brought to the program. And, you know, he's touched on every single student athlete here, you know, as far as um, being able to be a part of that. And I think, you know, what he's doing in the weight room strength conditioning wise has really attributed to not only our success, but a lot of the sports teams here. So, um, yeah, I think just great, you know, great staff, um, I think bringing in those quality student athletes and, and them really having that drive um, to want to continue the success. Um, I think we have a lot of support um, from our alum and I know when they get done, they just, they so miss their experiences here. And so it's really fun to connect um, with them, especially when you see them kind of come back to games and things like that. Um, there's just a lot of pride for what happens in their time here. One of the other things I think, you know, that I really look at um, since I've been here has been the success on the home court, um, you know, defending the home court, defending Russell Arena. Um, you know, there was a stretch, I believe, in 2015 and 16 where we didn't lose a regular season home match, um, which is an incredible statistic. Um, you know, year after year, it seems like it's 15 and two at home, 10 and two at home you know, 13 and one, 16 and one. Um, talk about Russell Arena. And, you know, not only is it a fantastic facility, um, but we have, you know, we've got pretty good fan support and community support behind volleyball as well. So what has that meant to you and the program over the years? Well, it's it's been awesome. I know that teams are intimidated when they step into our gym. Um, you know, Russell Arena, as far as just a volleyball-only facility, has got to be the best, one of the best in the country. And, um, you know, obviously it's beautiful. We were able to um, redo the floor um, a few years ago, and um, it just is gorgeous. It's, it's a beautiful facility. Um, but... Yeah, it's the people, it's the fans, it's the support. And a lot of that is our student body and our student athletes that come um, and support our our teams. And I think that goes across the board for all of our sports is that our student athletes are really supporting each other. Um, so I think we've been very fortunate to have great connections um, with the rest of the student athletes and with the student body and some of the different organizations on campus. 
Um, so, you know, it's, it's an atmosphere and I think it's, um, really fun for our student athletes. I think they just have that extra air of confidence, um, when they are on our court, obviously we're practicing on it every single day. We are always playing on that main court. I think they get very, very comfortable on it. Um, but the other thing is top teams want to come play there because it is such a great facility. Um, and I think we do have amazing hospitality, um, you know, with, with our event staff and obviously you, Chris, and the job that you do for our program, um, as well as everyone else in the athletic department, it's, it's top notch. And so I think teams know that they are going to get a great experience when they come to play, um, at UW Whitewater and in Russell arena. And so they want to be there. And I think that that is huge. So we're able to draw in great competition and, you know, that continues to attract other top teams that want to come in and play. And for us to play those teams on our home court, obviously, we think is a huge advantage because, you know, because of all the things we just talked about. So it's fun. There's been so many different legendary games, matches that have happened on Russell Arena. Um, a national championship before I even got here happened um, on our very own campus in Russell Arena. So, um, so many, many, many amazing memories that are happening there and and we're gonna have more you know and um again that's a that's a big a big draw for our student athletes when they come to campus is, is seeing that and, and wanting to play there so we love it <laughs> yeah and it's home it's home and and away crowds i mean we have carthage come in here and they bring a lot of fans we've you know, you look at just kind of around the around the region and around the state. Elmhurst is another one we alluded to earlier. You know, right. they always bring in a lot of fans. So that that not only those conference rivals, but really those regional rivals have made Russell Arena really a, a fun venue to watch. Um, you know, as a as you as a sports information person and as a fan. So it's been a lot of fun to watch. Let's take a break to talk about the UW Whitewater application opportunity now through October 31. The University of Wisconsin Whitewater is offering the opportunity for even more students to apply for admission thanks to the generosity of UW Whitewater Foundation. Now through October 31, 2020, the application fee will be covered for students applying for undergraduate admission at either the Whitewater or Rock County campuses. Now through October 31, prospective undergraduate students will not be prompted for payment when completing a UW System online application to UW Whitewater. Students who wish to apply to UW-Whitewater should complete the UW System online application and provide high school transcripts and official college transcripts from all institutions previously attended. Admissions consideration includes academic background and a range of factors including leadership, creativity, and community service. For more information, visit uww.edu admissions. And now, back to the podcast. I want to get back to recruiting a little bit. You know, you, you talked about it earlier and the success that, you know, you've been able to have recruiting high-level student-athletes. And, um, you know, you even look at our current roster, and, and you, you cast a pretty wide net. Um, you know, you, you talk about the Milwaukee area, um, you know, down into suburban Illinois. Um, but then you get, you know, Jess Savey, Morgan Wardall from Merrill, um, you know, which is way up north. Um, you get Ashton Dahl from Lancaster down in Southwest Wisconsin. Um, but then you also have the local draw too. Catherine Yang right now is from Whitewater. Um, Rachel Butterfield from last year is from Milton, um, or Janesville, Milton or Janesville, one of those two. 
Um, but but talk to me about the recruiting aspect, and you know, are there are there any areas that you focus on? Do you try to market certain areas? Do you you know do you have your staff kind of focus in on certain areas, or how do you kind of align that? Um, right. Well, I think you know, for one, we are in an amazing location as far as volleyball and probably all sports, but specifically volleyball is so so strong in the Midwest, and so I think we are very fortunate to be where we are. Um, you know, you talked about Madison and Milwaukee, um, obviously larger cities that we are able to pull from and, and some of the sur- suburbs that surround there. But there's there's great volleyball in the state of Wisconsin. Um, so we definitely um, make sure that we are um, recruiting our, our own state, um, um, whether that be through high school or through the club volleyball. Um, but we also focus a lot in northern Illinois um, and kind of the Chicago area as well. So I would say that's where, you know, almost all of our recruiting efforts are. Um, and again, we're pretty fortunate. It's kind of within a two-hour radius. Um, but we do have, um, we do get a lot of attention from from student athletes um, from other states as well. Um, you know, Missouri, we've gotten a couple of athletes recently, um, from Missouri, um, Minnesota as well. Um, we have one, um, student athlete from Minnesota right now. And I know we've got several other, other, others that we're looking at, um, in the future. So I think those are kind of our, our big areas every once in a while, Iowa too, um, and maybe even Michigan, um, you know, we do have student athletes kind of reach out from other places, but I would say, uh, most of our recruiting efforts happens pretty close to Whitewater. And I think it's um, I think it's really positive for our university that, um, you know, students and student athletes that live so close who know the university, like they want to come here. So, you know, I think it's a, a great destination school for um, a lot of students and student athletes within the state. Um, and I think too in the you know northern illinois it's, it's become a very popular destination as well so i think that that helps um you know the high standards and the different academic programs that we have um, are a huge draw as well for our student athletes so i think we're very very fortunate um to be where we're at um from a recruiting standpoint um for a lot of different reasons so but um hopefully those are some of the reasons that help continuous continue um, to all of us be so successful. So, kind of relating to that, coach, um, is your is all the you know you alluded to the the assistants that you've had come through here. Um, you know, some of them have have moved on to um, other jobs. You know, Ben Stalpy, who you had for a number of years, um, is at Western Illinois now. He's the head coach. Um, you've got Alexa uh, Wharton now, Alexa Frank when she was here, but Alexa's at Memphis as an assistant. Um, Jess Sabe is on the staff at Marquette. Um, you know, talk to me about your coaching tree, and and certainly there's there has to be you know dozens of others at the high school level as well that I didn't talk about. But you know, what does what does that say about the program? Um, and you know, just its ability to sort of breed these these people who are now helping younger student athletes. Um, well, I think it really speaks highly of our program that we have such a great reputation, um, you know, within athletics, within volleyball, that um, other universities are kind of seeking out to hire 
um, from UW-Whitewater, whether that's our former athletes um, like Jessica Savy, who's at Marquette now, or our former coaches or our former coaches that were also former athletes. Um, you know, you, you talked about Ben at Western and Alexa at Minfa, Memphis, um, some others that stand out for me that have been in the college coaching ranks. Um, Sophia Sanchez was coaching at Butler for several years. She was a standout athlete for us. Um, and an amazing student as well. Um, one of my former graduate assistants, um, Amanda Berkeley, is now the head coach at Loyola. Um, and then I have a couple more in the college ranks. Kelly Troutman's the head coach at Division Three University of Dallas. Um, Shayla, it was Shayla Hayden. It's Shay Shayla Camp now, but she's at um, Southwestern Community College in Iowa. Um, she's the head coach there. And then, you know, you talked about several um, high school coaches. I'm going to just bring them up because we actually have several that are coaching at high schools, kind of local for us. Um, Please do. Yeah. Yeah. So Annie Berkeley, who played for us, it's actually Annie Serino now. She's the head coach at Union Grove. And I know they were in the state tournament last year. Um, Megan Starrett Walsh um, is the head coach at Badger High School. Um, just recently, Sydney Racky, um, a former Warhawk great here, is now the head coach at Elkhorn. Um, Lauren Pfeiffer, um, head coach at Tomahawk. And then Trisha Lenz was Trisha Foldy. When she played, she's coaching at Muskego. So just a few of them um, that are in the high school ranks. But I think, you know, all of those connections, um, you know, whether they're coaching at the college level or they're coaching at the high school level, um, I think continue to help our program. Um, those that are coaching high school and club, um, obviously are going to come across some some high level student athletes for us that they definitely give us calls on. Um, and even the college coaches that are, you know, coaching at college right now, um, we still have those connections too. And we're able to still continue to kind of help each other out. Um, it's really fun when you see each other out and about recruiting um, to kind of have those those connections but I think all of those names and I know there's several more that are coaching at the high school level that I haven't mentioned um, really kind of help continue to um, get our brand out there and they're great representatives um, of our university and so I think that just um, helps us continue to grow but it's it's pretty awesome it is awesome to see all those names and to hear you kind of go through those names. Um, really incredible. And it's a testament to your, you and your program. So, um, you know, talk to me a little bit about coaching within your family. Um, your husband, Chad, as you alluded to earlier, um, is an assistant basketball, assistant men's basketball coach. He's now at Western Illinois. Um, he was on Pat Miller's staff here at UW-Whitewater for a year. Um, but, but talk to me about how that, how you two have managed that, you know, living, um, because, you know, as the audience may or may not know, uh, coaching is not a nine to five traditional Monday through Friday job. You know, as we all know in athletics, it's, you know, you're working sometimes Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, you know, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I mean, it can pop up anytime. Um, you're kind of, you're kind of on call 24 seven. Um, you know, just talk to me about what that's been like for your family. I know you have children as well. Um, you know, how you two have sort of navigated that, those waters, you know, both being assistants and, um, and Chad, obviously working in Western Illinois and how you're managing, how you're managing that at this point. Well, I think for us and for our family is that has always been our normal. You know, we don't really know any other way, um, 
other than, you know, mom and dad are both coaches and, and that's what we do. And, um, we have a much different schedule, I think, for our family than most families, but, um, that's all our kids know, you know, and, um, I think that's, that's pretty cool. They get to have so many tremendous role models that they get to be close to and get to know, um, you know, when your parents are coaches. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty cool. And I think, again, like I said, that's our normal, that's our family's normal. And, um, I think they're, they're, our children are, are pretty fortunate to, to have the relationships that they've been able to have. Um, it's hard. It's hard when, when you're both coaches. Um, I think we've both had tremendous careers and, um, he's made a few more changes than what I have had, but I think every, um, change for him has been very positive and, um, you know, obviously he's a fantastic coach and, um, you know, yeah, this is probably the most challenging situation I think that we have been in. Um, I think there was a lot of travel when he was at UW Milwaukee, um, because we've always lived in whitewater. And so, you know, he's had to take on really all of that, um, that travel. So I think that that's, you know, obviously been tough for him, but, um, yeah, you know, he's at Western Illinois and, um, he was fortunate to be able to get that job with coach Rob Jeter again, who's taken over, um, the program. And I think that they're pretty excited about, um, what they can build there. Um, so, so yeah, I suppose it's been tough, but I feel like this has been a year where it's, it's okay because there's been so much, um, remote work, I think for both of us, um, over the course of this, you know, pandemic and things that are happening there that I think for our family, we really have got to spend a lot of extra time together that have really helped um, make that situation work. He was able to work remotely most of the summer. So we were pretty fortunate for that. Um, obviously, right now is always our busiest time. Um, the fall, when we have the transition between volleyball and basketball season, obviously our volleyball season is a lot different than it is normal um for this year so you know that's obviously helped make things a little bit easier our weekends have been a little more freed up than what they normally would be at this time um but he is heading into his season and i think that you know they're hopeful that they are maybe going to get to play um you know everything's kind of up in the air right now so i think yeah these next few months are probably going to be a little bit of a challenge for our family but again i think um it's it's something that we've been used to and um something that we are both excited and, and passionate about so we'll be excited to see how how western illinois does this year in basketball um but you know obviously we we really love where we're at and our family loves you know, everything that we've kind of been able to build here at UW-Whitewater. So um, we're really ex excited about our season, whether that happens a few matches this spring or if we're, you know, heading into the fall. But, um, you know, obviously we, we both really support each other. We support each other's careers. And like I said, our, our children, they don't know any other normals. So uh, we're making everything work. You touched on it right at the end there, Coach. Um, and I just wanted to talk to kind of um, – wrap up um, with just talking about the program's future. Um, and after this, I'll get into just like five kind of quick hitter type questions. But if you could just touch on the future of the program, you know, you've got a, a, a strong group right now. Um, you know, that, that junior class has some talent and depth. The sophomores, I mean, you've got, you know, Morgan Jensen and Chloe, uh, Chloe Busher coming back. Um, talk about the group you have right now and kind of what you see 
in the future, whether it's, as you said, uh, uh, some spring matches or if you're just going to get back into it in the fall of 21. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, we definitely hope we're going to be able to schedule things um, in the spring, but, you know, only time is going to tell if that will happen. Um, you know, if we are allowed to and are you, you know, we will we will make it happen. But obviously it's got to be under, you know, safe conditions and things like that. But we would be thrilled uh, to be able to get to play a little bit this spring. Um we have a great group. Like, you know, if there's ever a year where you're not having a season, which is what this year is, um, we have so much depth within the program right now that it's really created some very competitive and um, awesome experiences for our student athletes on the court. And, you know, some years your your team isn't that deep. And so to get a good hard scrimmage, you know, six on six, um, you know, is tough and challenging. But this year... Wow. Um, you know, we are not struggling as far as that goes. We've got a great group. And like I said, they've been fighting and competing really hard out on the court. And so um, I feel like, you know, we're kind of at an advantage as far as that goes, because we are able to compete at such a high level in our practices. And it's going to continue to help our student athletes grow. So um I, I guess heading into next fall, we're we're starting to put together the schedule. Um, you know, we're hoping it'll kind of mimic a little bit of what this fall was going to look like, um, but obviously it won't be exactly the same. Um, we also have an international trip that we are trying to get rescheduled. So we were supposed to go last spring break to Costa Rica, and obviously that's been on delay. So we've been looking at potential dates um, for that whether that maybe be um, before the season in August or if we are looking into January spring break of next year too. So I think that's a little bit excitement for our program to be able to um, get to do that again. Uh, but definitely we're going to have some huge goals for this team. Um, you know, looking at, you know, our roster, yes, eligibility wise, a lot of our players will be juniors next year, but um, you know, that's them playing for four years coming into next season. So, um, we've had a lot of, um, I guess being young and a lot of student athletes that have gotten so much experience as freshmen and sophomores. And now the, that group and those groups are, are moving into the upperclassmen positions with a whole extra year of training. So we're very excited to, you know, see, um, see what we used to say is a young team and a developing team now they're you know they're veterans for us and they've had a ton of experience so um i think that that will that will help the strength of the program um and hopefully for us to be ready you know right away when we are able to have that season so um very excited about about the future uh but we're gonna just enjoy the moments that we're in right now too Definitely will be exciting to see this group develop and I can't wait to see him back in competition. Um, Stacy, I want to wrap up with just five kind of quick, just, you know, quick hitter type questions. First one I'm going to ask you, I think I already know the answer to what is your favorite restaurant in Whitewater? Hmm. That's kind of a tough one. No, absolutely. (laughs) It's, it's Cozumel. I, you've seen me there several times. It's a weekly stop for our family, if not more. So uh, definitely Cozumel for sure. A, a popular choice um, so far this this fall among the uh, our our podcast folks who've been on. So, <laughs> um, 
your favorite spot on campus, and I want to maybe say other than Russell Arena, just because that's probably the obvious answer. (laughs) Right. Um, My favorite spot on campus. Well, you know what? A a room that we haven't talked about yet that is a very special spot for me. Um, It's a it's a huge, hugely special spot for our student athletes is the least Panici locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to dedicate that space to our former athlete, Lisa Panici. Um, and you know, she, she had passed away from, from brain cancer several years ago, and she has still been able to inspire our team and our program. Um, I think the locker room is kind of a sacred place for our team. Um, I don't know everything that happens in there, but I know they have a lot of fun. I know there's a lot of dance parties that happen, um, pregame, you know, our pregame, uh, speeches and, you know, things like that happen there. And it's, it's just a very special spot and a way for us to remember her, but also carry on, um, the traditions of UW whitewater volleyball. So, um, I know not everybody gets to go in there and, and see it. Uh, maybe we'll have to give a tour or something at some point, but it's, it's definitely a very special place. Yeah. And obviously an event we look forward to every fall. Um, the dig the dig panici classic and dig panici night um you know usually in october kind of that mid-october range but we'll we'll definitely look forward to hosting that again because that is a really special night where we recognize uh recognize lisa's parents and we we um have the the first two points silent before the third point it's really a special environment so yeah um so I want to hear your pre-match ritual or if you've got like a superstition that you have before each match. Oh my goodness. I I don't per se have like a lot of them. And um but I guess I am a little superstitious. I don't try to let that on much at all. Um so I'm I'm not really gonna say what any of them are because sometimes it just <laughs> Uh, ends up being um, the same thing. So no, we we've got a few, and um, we always talk to you know my assistant coaches about okay, we're going to do this, not that. I'm not going to name any specific ones, but um, I know our team does. I know um, you know after after our um, our pregame you know team talk in the locker room, um, they all have to jump up and. Um, give Willie a high five before they come out of the locker room. That's something that they always do. And of course, within teams, there's so many different um, superstitious things that um, that develops. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Favorite? What's your favorite professional sports team? All right, this might sound um, shocking, but I honestly really don't love watching professional sports on tv i do not have a favorite team um i will get into playoffs of anything um a little bit but um you know my husband's got his favorite teams i know my kids have their favorite teams and you know i'll I'll cheer for whoever they're really excited about but um i'm from iowa we didn't have a lot of professional teams in iowa and so i didn't have i didn't really grow up a diehard fan of of anything um obviously we're in wisconsin now so i guess i could say the packers but um i think my kids kind of enjoy watching them too so last one stacy your favorite vacation spot oh my goodness well i have two spots um one is just a hot spot down in florida where we go and visit my parents um 
often, usually once a year, we try to get down there. But um, Costa Rica has actually been an amazing vacation spot for us. Um, we've taken two team trips down there already. And again, we were about to take our third trip. It is a beautiful country, um, got great hospitality um, from the group that we work with down there. Um, we've got to take in the trip. We've got to take the trip with the soccer team um, the last year, and it was super fun. So um, Costa Rica, I'd say, definitely is my favorite vacation spot. Coach, thanks again for joining me today on Inside Warhawk Athletics, presented by Educators Credit Union. I appreciate the time and uh, wish you all the best moving forward. All right. Thank you.